picture in your mind. You know what he looks like. And and you know what the disciples, I, I guarantee I know what Peter looks like. Uh, I have these pictures in my mind. They're, they're here and then they're on my little altar at home and so on. So you, you see this picture and hear all these people. Because everywhere Jesus went, a multitude followed him. And sometimes that multitude got huge. But I, I assume they're going along the road. He's going from city to city in these days. And so uh, a ruler of the synagogue comes up and his daughter's dying and he asks Jesus to, to come and heal his daughter and, and Jesus is on the way. But there is a lady there. Now she's been sick for 12 years. She's been hemorrhaging for 12 years. Now let me tell you how she got there. Very important. She woke up that day, and she said, now, what shall I do today? There's no chariot racing. I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't really have any children. I haven't been feeling well. I've been to all the doctors, and I'm just, I'm, I'm kind of bored. I know what I'm going to do. I heard there's this man called Jesus, and I think I'm going to go see him. I spent all my money on on doctors, and they couldn't help me, and I think I'll make one more try. I'm going to try this Jesus. You know that did not happen, don't you? Very intentionally. That's the key word. Very intentionally, she got up that day, and she said, yes, I am going to take one more try, but I'm going to go to Jesus. The physicians can't heal me. I, give me the next word. That's correct. I believe he can. But she said to herself, you know, many of you in here should love this story. Because she's timid. She's no bold woman. She's very shy. And she almost makes up her mind she's going to sneak up on Jesus because she figures the way she's going to get healed by him is she's going to at least touch something of his. 
Whoa, she's going to do a sacrament. <laughs> she's not going to touch Jesus' skin. She's going to touch his, the hem of his garment. Now that's timidity. That's a woman who isn't super bold. But it's a woman who's not super bold who has faith. Okay. Now, do you see the crowd? Oh, put several hundred in there, okay, at least. And here she comes. And, you know, I've always assumed Peter was probably pretty big. Thomas was probably 5'9", because my son Thomas is short. <laughs> okay, she's... I don't know. Here's all the disciples, and there's all these people, and there's there's almost always religious leaders around too. And so she wins her way through the crowd, and I don't know if she knows uh, Jairus at all. Maybe she knows him. Maybe she doesn't. But he's talking to Jesus, and there's something going on. She doesn't care. She just makes her way up through the crowd, and she gets up there, and the very least, she finally she she just goes behind him. And she just touches the fringe of his garment. And wow! That instant she's healed. You gotta admit, that's a pretty big deal. She's a parenthesis in the big story. Read it in the text. Jairus comes. Jesus agrees to go, and then the woman interrupts the whole process. Jairus is probably saying, the daughter's dying. Jesus is never in a hurry. Are there not 12 hours in a day? We can get everything done. And so, Jesus, this is just astonishing. He says, I mean, all these people. He's on the way to, to raise Jairus' daughter from the dead. He knows what's going to happen. And he says, Who touched me? How did she, how does he know? She just touched the fringe, the hem of his garment. How did he know? You said, well, he was omniscient. That is, now, I agree that the eternal son of the Father is omniscient. In his humanity, he's human. He's in his humanity. How did he know that somebody touched him? The disciples say, Master, come on, get serious. This is really what they said. Come on already. The crowd, everybody's touching you. The title of my homily today is, Are You Going to Jostle Against Jesus? And for the children, or anybody that doesn't know what jostle means, just means bumping into inadvertently, randomly. Are you going to jostle against Jesus? No. Or are you going to touch him in faith? Because most of you, hang on, are going to touch him today. 
Isn't that right? No. You're going to touch yes. him. Yes. How yes. are you going Taking to touch communion. him? Yes. And it won't be the hem of his garment. It'll be his whole body. You're going to receive him in your mouth. You are going to touch him. Some of us, and I am often one of them, just jostle against him. Bump into him. Inadvertently. Almost randomly. Oh, that's not what she did. She came with deliberate intent. And she gets found out. Master, come on already. Everybody's bumping against you. How did he know somebody touched him? This is very, very important. He said, I know somebody touched me because power has gone out of me. You may not know this, but it takes power to perform a miracle. It isn't just some little formula. It isn't abracadabra, dum-dum-dum. Power goes out. Jesus in his humanity, in his deity he is omniscient. In his humanity he is a genuine human being and he knows this woman has touched him, not because of his omniscience, but because he recognizes power has gone out. He felt it. He sensed it. Why did the woman come? She got up that morning, not because she was bored, she got up to go with a deliberate intent. Why did she go? She went because she had seen what he could do. I promise you, this was not her first encounter with Jesus. And she had heard from many, because there was virtually no one in Israel who hadn't heard about Jesus of Nazareth, who was going about making the blind see, the lame walk, the deaf hear, the dumb speak, and the dead get raised. And she'd heard about all this. She had seen it with her own eyes. She had heard it with her own ears. And she said, I believe that Jesus can heal my hemorrhaging. He can do for me what no one else could do, and it's going to take a miracle. And I believe he can do it. If I can just touch the hem of his garment, <coughs> I don't even need to meet him. I'm not bold on Lord, my baby's dying. Well, that's going on. Just a touch. If I can do that, I'll be whole. And she was. 
today? Maybe because you didn't like the games that were on. Maybe you didn't have anything else to do. Maybe you came out of religious obligation. I do often. I just go to church on Sunday. I'm bored if I stay home. It's good to be here. Even if I'm not paying attention. And sometimes I don't pay attention. like you, huh? jostling. Probably 98% of you will touch him today. Maybe more accurately, he's going to touch you. <laughs> and it won't be the fringe of his garment. It will be his body and blood. What I want to encourage you about, oh, I thought about this a lot. I never, ever, ever give a homily unless I want you to get ready to receive communion. I want you to come with joy, but I want you to also come with faith. Faith. I don't know how many people are here today, but I'll promise you one thing. We all have a different measure of faith. All of us have a different measure of faith. Some of us are skeptics. Father John's chief skeptic. I just have to have things shown me. Larry Truman had nothing on me. Well, that shows I'm 81, doesn't it? <laughs> I just struggle with things. Sometimes I'm embarrassed by some of you. Because you just to go to that altar and I want to receive Christ. The priest has parentheses. Father Nicholas talked yesterday to the music thing. He mentioned he, he just brought sort of the whole issue of what's actually going on in the whole divine liturgy. Fire coming down from heaven. Let me tell you what. If you actually saw what's happening with that bread and wine, it's a live coal. It's burning. We just don't see it, huh? You know why, by the way, we don't see it? For two reasons. Sometimes, sometimes the Lord doesn't show us, but often because we lack faith. And that's just what we do. Orthodox receive communion. What do you do with that other for? So my encouragement for you today don't today. Don't just jostle Jesus. Don't just randomly touch him. But in your heart, say to yourself, what today do I need from him? Especially, what do I 
I need from him that no one else can do? No one. What do I need from him? And then, if nothing else, cry out, child, Lord, I believe. Help my unbelief. Two miracles in today's gospel. The lady, the raising from the dead. I encourage you, I exhort you. If it doesn't hit you all today, let it hit you tomorrow. Let every day, every day be an increase of faith so that you actually touch Jesus with your hands. And that's gospel.